all praises to the Most High Yahweh, Creator of all things, worthy of all praise, glory, and honor forever and ever. Also acknowledging His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shahamashiach, also known as Yahusha, Yeshua, and Jesus. Also giving acknowledgement to the Ruach HaKadosh, which is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, the Comforter, leading and guiding into all truth and righteousness, bringing all things to remembrance. Good morning, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Talking Prophecy. Okay, we have a lot to get into. So first, what we're going to do is recap where we are and what's coming during the second exodus. We all know that we're under the grace system right now. You must repent, be water baptized, and be filled with the Ruach HaKadosh if you're going to make the kingdom. If you die and do not receive the gospel, you will be damned. But that system is going to merge with a new covenant system. With that new covenant system, all Israel shall be saved. The Most High is going to withdraw the whole house of Israel and take them back to the land of Israel. So, one thing I'd like to um, interject right away is... I firmly believe that we're in the judgment phase. The judgment phase is not the tribulation. Israel will not go through the tribulation period. But we are in the judgment phase, just like in Egypt, when the plagues were falling. Israel was right there. There was not many deaths during this period. And I don't believe there will be many deaths during this period that we're in there are going to be some that die but there's like what according to google like 7.753 billion people approximately in this world so there will be some hurricanes some earthquakes 100 die here maybe a thousand die there but as far as mass deaths they will not occur under the judgment the judgment is going to be the bridge that transports us from the gospel system over into the new covenant system. When the Most High calls us out, the good, the bad, and the ugly, he will bring us back into the land of Egypt. And this is where the cleansing process will take place. The cleansing process will take place. This is why in Revelations chapter 12, it refers to the woman going into the wilderness, fleeing into the wilderness. This is Israel returning home. That's what that represents. They're going to, the, going to go into the only place of safety on planet Earth. That will be the only place of safety for 1260 days. Immediately after we leave the worldwide, whoever is on the Most High side, when they come out and go back into the land of Israel, the rest are marked for death. Depopulation will go into full effect and millions upon millions upon millions are going to die during this period of time. That's why you see the rivers drying up, the wars, everything breaking, everything lining up. That's why people are so scared right now. But because they don't understand the scriptures, they don't understand the Most High promised that Israel would be born without the pain. When as soon as the pain comes, Israel will be shooting forth. So if you just hold on to what the Most High is telling you, you wouldn't have to be um, fearful. You, can, you just would stand on his word 
be still and watch the salvation of the Most High. So again, I'd like to point out, the whole house of Israel is going to be gathered. The bloodline descendants, those grafted in through the gospel, and those who are strangers that will cleave to Israel and become servants and handmaids. All of these will come out and, and go into the land of Israel. Something many of our um, teachers in Israel don't teach is the reason second exodus will occur. I'm going to give you the exact reason why second exodus will occur. Ezekiel 36:22. Therefore say unto the house of Israel, thus saith the Lord the most high, I do this not, excuse me, I do not this for your sakes, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which ye profaned among the heathen, whether ye went Ezekiel 39.25 reads, Thus saith the Lord power, Now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob, and have mercy upon the whole house of Israel, the whole house of Israel, and will be jealous for my holy name. So what's happening is happening because the Most High is having pity on us for his holy name's sake. Not because we're living right, not because we're pleasing. In another place it says, be confounded, be ashamed, O Israel, because of the way we're, we're living. The Most High is going to redeem us for His holy name's sake. So when you pray, it would be in your best interest to acknowledge why the redemption and the restoration process will take place. The Most High will redeem us for His holy name's sake, and I thank Him for this when I pray. I look forward to your restoration and your redemption for your holy name's sake. Another thing that I believe we do a bad job in feeding the people is even on this special day, on this special time of second exodus, the Most High is going to be gathering filthy people. He's going to be gathering sinners, profane, unclean, idolaters, those committing abominations. The, all of this is going to be grabbed up and taken back to Israel and washed. Let's read. Ezekiel chapter 36, 24, 25, 29, 31 through 32. 24 reads, And I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and I will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness. From all your idols will I cleanse you. 29. And I will also save you from all your uncleannesses. And I will call for the corn and, the, and, and will increase it, and lay no famine upon you. 31. Then shall ye remember your own evil ways and your doings that were not good, and shall loathe yourselves in your own sight for the iniquities and for your abominations. Not for your sakes do I this, saith the Lord Power, be it known unto you. Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. So, it's very important that we tell the people, you know, because people are scared 
and they're going to make bad decisions. And if they think there's no hope, it may cost them their life. But if we warn the people, yes, stop sinning. Yes, seek the Most High's face. But that's not going to um, deter him from redeeming you on that special day. If you die before that time and you have not received the gospel, you're going to be damned. That's just point blank. But if he brings you to this special time, if you're a prostitute, he's going to gather you. If you're homosexual, he's going to gather you. Whatever your sin is, he is going to gather you, wash you, and make you clean. This is what's going to happen for the whole house of Israel. This needs to be taught this way. We can you know, come off the soapbox, come off the self-righteousness, and let the scriptures speak. This particular time period will be the fulfillment of Joel when he said the Most High is going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. That all flesh is those that go back to the land of Israel. He's not pouring out his spirit on those who did not go back. You were marked for death. But for everything that was called out and went back to Israel, he is going to pour out his flesh. This is why right now I'm not too concerned about, oh, he teaching. I mean, it's not good to be teaching idols and idol worship and, you know, all kinds of different doctrines. But I fully expect this to be the case because you have to be gathered and then clean. And no take no, the Most High is going to take away your abominations so you can see clearly. Everybody is going to start fresh. That's why falling away cannot occur right now. You have to be cleansed before you're capable of falling away. But um, let me get another scripture. Ezekiel chapter 11, 17 through 21. Therefore say, thus saith the Lord power, I will even gather you from the people and assemble you out of the countries where ye have been scattered. And I will give you the land of Israel and they shall come thither, and they shall take away all the detestable things thereof and all the abominations thereof from thence. And I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within you and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their most high. But as for them whose hearts walketh after the heart of their, excuse me, I'm sorry about that. But as for them whose hearts walketh after the heart of their detestable things and their abominations, I will recompense their way upon their own heads, saith the Lord Most High. So you see, you're gathered, and then all of the evil, all of the sins that we have we're committing, we're wrapped up in, tied up in. Because some people are just completely in bondage to sin. And so when he cleansed them, it's the anointing that breaks those yokes. It's the Ruach HaKadosh that breaks the yoke. And so during that time, the Most High will take away all the abominations. He will cleanse you, untie you, make you clean, make you whole. But if you choose to go back, this is the falling away. But if you choose to continue to follow after your abominations, then the Most High is going to deal with you. And that's where the purging comes in, in the um, separation. So the second exodus will be the fulfillment of Joel, the Most High pouring out his spirit 
upon all flesh. Also, one point I want to make clear to everyone, and I want you to remember this, because it's key to unlocking something that we're going to reveal in a few minutes. It's key to unlocking um, a revelation, a fresh revelation and putting some, um, some issues to rest about something. We're, we're going to go into that pretty soon. The thing that we need to make note, that is, this is the first time in the history of the world, the first time in the history of the world that the bloodline descendants and those of the gospel come together. Never happened before in world history where the gospel, the bloodline descendants and those grafted in through the gospel join together. I need you to remember this as we go forward. All right, so now let's talk about Revelations chapter 12. This is the chapter where the woman runs into the wilderness. This is the chapter where war will break out in heaven and the falling angels will be cast to this earth. I've always known and I've always told in the, in the podcast that I've done, I've always said this is a future prophecy. This prophecy has not taken place yet. Israel has to be gathered and go into the wilderness, which is Israel. And then toward the end of the 1260 days, because the place is prepared for only 1260 days, toward the end of those days, war will break out in heaven. And the dragon and his fallen angels will be cast to this earth. I know a lot of people say, no, 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 I think this is already passed. All right. For one one, one um, way of proving it was the woman flying away, because that represents... The Church of Philadelphia, you know, escaping the hour of temptation. That represents the dead in Yahweh rising. You know, um, it also represents I go away to prepare a place and I will come back and receive you. You know, it represents all these scriptures. Um, come up hither, that you um, close the door behind you, that you escape your indignation until the indignation be passed. I know I'm paraphrasing and butchering some, some of these scriptures, but um, it, all, this is all a marriage supper. All this is containing... And pertaining to the marriage supper. Most people still haven't received that. So I'll go to the second point. The second point. Let's go to the last verse. To prove. What I'm saying to you. And it reads. And the dragon was wroth with the woman. And went to make war. With the remnant of her seed. Which keep the commandments of power. Bloodline descendants. And have the testimony of Yahweh Shahamashiach, Jesus Christ, Yahusha, Yeshua. So, here we see both bloodline descendants and the grafted in. The devil, the dragon, Satan, is coming to make, make war with the remnant that didn't make the marriage supper. So they're still on earth. They're together. And I just got through telling you the first time in the history of the world that the bloodline descendants and uh, those grafted in through the gospel came together will be second exodus. So when Satan falls, those two groups are right there. It's like a timestamp to show you what period this is going to happen in. It's not only that, but um, the angel, fallen angels being cast to the earth is key because one of them have has to open the bottomless pit. So the devils from above 
will release the devils from beneath. This is also a key to show you that this is a future prophecy. The bottomless pit is not open as of right now. It's not open. The um, grasshopper creatures that's going to come up out of there, they're still in the pit. But when these fallen angels get cast out into the earth, one of them will have the key and he will release these other beings, these other entities inside the pit that they will become, that they will come up to the earth and do what they were created to do. So now I will attempt to give you a panoramic view of the ten virgins and show you how we all fit in this movie. Matthew 24 verses 37 and 38. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. I'll read this again. But as the, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. This here is the behavior of the foolish virgin. This is what the foolish virgins are going to do. I know you don't see it now, but you will in a moment. Also, there's another scripture that say when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction will come. The foolish virgins are going to be saying peace and safety. And then all of a sudden, sudden destruction is going to come. Alright, the key for you to be able to see what I've just said is going to be the sun. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and terrible day of the Lord. The sun is going to be turned into darkness on two occasions, one before the day of the Lord and one immediately after the tribulation period, the sun will turn into darkness. The one that I'm speaking of is the one before the day of the Lord. Always keep from this day forward in your mind to keep an eye on the sun. It just may save your eternal life. So remember, I told you the behavior of the foolish virgins, eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage. This is the behavior of a foolish virgin. Now let's look at the behavior of a wise virgin. Joel chapter 2 verse 15. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, those that suck at the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Let the priests and the ministers of the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, spare thy people, O Lord, and give not thine heritage to reproach that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their power? This is 
going to be the behavior of the wise virgins. Because these fallen angels will be cast to the earth. One of them has the key to the bottomless pit. When he opens that pit, the sun shall be darkened. The wise virgins see the darkness of the sun and they sound the alarm. They call the assembly. While the foolish keep eating, you know, eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage. But the wise, they call a fast. They call a solemn assembly. The bridegroom say, forget the wedding. And I need to get to the temple. The, the bride says, yeah, I'm with you. I'm right behind you. We have to go ahead and cry out to the Most High. These devils have landed on planet Earth. This is what's coming. I pray you receive it. We'll stop right here for now. All praises to the Most High Yahweh, His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai, and to the Ruach HaKadosh. I love you, brothers and sisters. Till the next podcast, be safe, stay prayed up, and Shalom.